Hi everyone, Sam here. Just before this episode starts, I wanted to remind you that this podcast is for entertainment purposes and should be taken lightly. There are a few rants in this episode and a few things that should be taken as opinions rather than facts, and a few facts that would also be better suited with additional research on your part. Other than that, enjoy this episode of What is Cream Soda? I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to let you censor this and I'm going to let our audiences guess the word. Mark Zuckerberg is the stinkiest, smelliest of humanity. Thanks for the edit work. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hello, welcome to What is Cream Soda, the podcast where we have aimless discussion with pointless answers and hopefully a few laughs along the way. This week we are talking about Facebook, specifically why it sucks. Yes, Facebook... Fucking sucks. <laughs> yes, there's strong opinions in this uh, episode today. Uh, yeah, basically, agreed. I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg. I don't like do Mark I. Zuckerberg. Facebook is full of old racist people. It's hard to use. It sends excessive notifications. It's creepy about recommendations. And it buys up all good apps to make money in a stupid way and makes them worse. And the whole idea was stolen in the first place. Basically, for a, for a short slapdash summary, me and Sam really fucking hate Facebook. Facebook can suck on my... Well, maybe not my balls, but it can suck on, like, you know, another man's balls. See, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is human. Neither do I, to be honest, and I'm not, like, a, you know, a huge believer in all that kind of malarkey sometimes. Depends on what, but... He's just got a face of a lizard. Mm, he's got, like, translucent skin. His head shape he is, does. like, the epitome of a humanoid alien. <laughs> you know, he's a billionaire, right? He's one of the richest men in existence. And he can't even get a haircut that's straight. Yeah, which, like, when I picture Mark Zuckerberg, all I can picture is just a rich daddy's boy who hides in a basement and trolls people online. Yeah, uh, that feels right. Also, he speaks permanently monotone, and he wears the same clothes every day. It's like an NPC character in like a fucking video game. It's like you go up to him, it's like, press A to speak. He is a sim. He is literally a sim. He is a sim. Maybe he's, he's not he's an simple. alien. Mm. Either way, he's not human. I think that's what we've established. Oh, God, no. Uh, because like cyborg, alien, yeah. whatever. He's, he's not human. Also, he just doesn't have body language. He doesn't. <laughs> it's bad posture. Worst posture that I have. And he just doesn't have body language. It's very strange. It is very strange. Yeah, and we definitely so, won't talk about conspiracy theories at all later on, and we're definitely not guilty of falling foul of those whatsoever. Just. Oh, God, no. De- we're definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely not going down the rabbit hole, aren't we, Sam? We're not going down mm. any rabbit hole about lizard people or, you know, mass murders or any of that kind of shit, are we? I mean, we're not going about mass murders, but sure. Oh, are we not? <laughs> oh. Point number two about Mr. Zuckerberg. He's a dick. Mm. Oh, he's a... I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to let you censor this, and I'm going to let our audiences guess the word. Mark Zuckerberg is the stinkiest, smelliest of humanity. Thanks for the edit work. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, okay, I got three points. Wait. Firstly, he's a billionaire. 
Yeah, billionaire suck. Dick. Um, dick. And I'll justify that in a different moment in time, but sure. Uh, he owns a conglomerate that forces other social medias to sell themselves. Okay, and it's not good if you're forced to sell yourself. If you choose to do it, that's up to you. But <laughs> being forced to isn't worth it. But yeah, there were basically stories that Instagram sold themselves to Facebook because they had no other choice. Otherwise, Facebook said they'd launch a competitor to scale them out the market, which is, you know, allegedly, I have to make that one clear, but it's a dick move. And secondly, it seems, yeah, it seems a bit sus. Yeah, allegedly. Um, he bought right, so he has his house, and then he bought the houses around it because, like, his neighbours complained about it or something like. That. Oh, that just sounds like a dick move. He's also a dick because of my last one. He stole Facebook in the first place. It wasn't his idea. Whoa, wait, 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 wait! Just to clarify, is this an allegedly or is this an actual? No, rooted... this is like well documented. That was a legal case that he oh, lost. Okay, yeah, yeah, tell me more. Like it, it's in the film Social Network, right? If you've ever seen it, which is pretty I've good. I've heard film. of that. Um, but yeah, basically he stole the idea from the Winklevoss twins who came up or Winklevoss. That's probably how can they I just say, American. Can I just say that is such a cool name? <laughs> yeah, they were like big sporting twins at I think Harvard, and yeah, they they came up with this idea of having a social media that everyone could, the Facebook. Or something similar, um, where everyone could kind of interact with each other and went, "Oh, you can code. How about you do it?" Uh, so we made it deliberately shit their version, and then made his own version that was better. Oh my god! Using a... their idea. What a piece of shit! Allegedly, but most certainly yes. See, there's some Facebook. There's some Facebook fun facts I have, and it makes me realise how much power Zuckerberg has, and how much I want to allegedly beats his shit in. I so don't I'm gonna, think that's an allegedly off... moment. <laughs> I want to absolutely just... I want to show him some cream soda pain. Um, so here's some fun facts about Facebook. There are... Hundred... I can't read. There are 1.49 billion daily active users. Right. 47% of the users only access it through mobile. 83% of parents on Facebook are friends with their children. And then, this one this one scares me the most. Facebook adds 500,000 new users every day, six new profiles every second. So, I'm going to do a count of three seconds, and that's 18 profiles. Ready? One, two, three. 18 people have just sold their soul to the Zuckerberg devil. I, what? Anyhow! Oh, that's incredible. So, I, I really, yeah. I, if I'd known that in advance, I want to calculate how long working at that current rate before they have everyone. I mean, probably oh a long my. time, but still. Probably a long time, but st- oh my god. Less time than Face- it should be. <laughs> Facebook's the new Skynet. <sighs> Conspiracy theory. Actually, how old is, how is, how old is Facebook? Oh. 2004, February 2004, it was... See, because going going on a little bit of a slight tangent linking into our next big point from my side, there's a study called The World Unplugged, which is like conducted in two, uh, 2011, and it basically, I haven't got exact results, because for my point, I didn't really need them, it was just a point that I thought was frightening. I quote, 
claims that for some users, quitting social networking sites such as Facebook is comparable to quitting smoking or giving up alcohol. It's like a literal addiction to Facebook. That's that's pretty bad. I mean, I get it, yeah, going, but it's pretty bad. Yeah, I get it. Going into more the social sciences side, so our psychology and our um and our sociology. There was this uh, study, I'm not going to lie, I don't remember the date, so back in my GCC psychology days, a long, long time ago, uh, there's this guy called Tandoc, and he does his research on uh, Facebook and depression, and I'm not going to outline the entire study, because to be honest, I don't want to remember it all, because it was one of the most painful things to write about, but it's a really good point for this. So the study basically offers um, this theory, which we'll describe later, as a framework to understand like how depression works among like uh, college and university students. And they found a very heavy link between envy and depression in online offline communication, specifically Facebook. Then again, this was, you know, must have been around 2011 because it had been around the same time as The World Unplugged. But still, they found like surefire you know, explanations suggest that the use of Facebook cause depression because this whole thing called social rank or like which least, we'll go into after at least they'll, they'll like they found correlation even if causation wasn't isn't definite yeah literally they found like you know a correlation to it and that's that's again scary because you think of our modern day now and our you know i wouldn't say actually i will say it, our over reliance in social media i mean hey we're connecting through fucking discord and recording it you know remotely from each other but like it's just we have a really big over-reliance on social media, but it's also good in a way. And yeah, like our over-reliance on um, technology and all that has led to this kind of, you know, disconnect of the world. And this, uh, there's this thing called social rank theory, which links into this study, Tandoc, I just mentioned. And it suggests depression stems from, like, feelings of defeat and entrapment. So, like, being lower rank. Right. Oh, and, yeah, 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 I'm following. See, so my first thought was you have, obviously, Zuckerberg and rich people. You have rich people flaunting all their shit on social media, like, damn, that'll never be me. And this is where the high ideas of depression come from. And then this brilliant piece of research by, uh, I'm just going to use last names, because that's how psychologists do it, by Marshall et al. Basically, narcissists use Facebook to validate their, like, you know, accomplishments and diet and exercise and all that. And it's like, you know, it's a, they mm. want greater numbers of likes and dislikes. Yeah. And all that makes me all that makes me think is of going off the social rank and Tandoc is Facebook is a breeding ground for like insecure people. Not insecure people as in, you know, only insecure people use it, but it's a breeding ground to make people insecure. Yeah, I mean I think we've seen a lot of without sounding too much like a boomer, social media is in general is pretty bad in terms of some of the narcissist culture that you mentioned and it does lead people oh God, yeah. to think kind of very poorly of themselves yeah at least this whole kind of like again like social ranks it's everyone's like based on the whole idea of like oh i've got this certain rank in the world i need to fulfill it and i know this episode's going to turn to doom and gloom and us being you know pissed off at facebook but i think we like we need to do that eventually and why not start it off early yeah we don't have to separate from all the other social media it's just facebook Facebook's fine. Just, just, just Facebook. Yeah, just, 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 just Facebook. Like, sure, Instagram's on my Facebook, so is WhatsApp. But just, just Facebook. F- fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck you. I'm more really interested in conspiracy theories because I feel like they're all either really bullshit or really plausible. So I know you're the. Cons- yeah, it does link in uh, because, like you're saying, like the more people are exposed to it, the more, um, you know, insecure they can end up being. Or for narcissists, yeah. it can be the opposite. Uh, and actually, 
Jeff Hancock, who's a communication professor and founding director at, um, of the Stanford Social Media Lab. He says, the more you see it, the more familiar something is, and the more familiar something is, the more believable it is, which I think goes for a lot of these things with the diets and the exercise, but also yeah. conspiracy theories, which are more ripe on Facebook than most social medias. I think that's fair to say, except for when you go to like 4chan, but QAnon, which was really big during the 2020 election, oh. is still big, and I think we might come back to it later today. We, we, yeah, not to like, you know, spoil, spoil um, the future, but that's something we've been like kind of discussing in the works of we might want to take a look at that as well yeah and um, like bill gates and vaccines that's another one. Oh, of course bill gates bill did gates he get divorced he did well or getting divorced i don't i don't know on that. vaccines in general are like oh, God, massive uh, conspiracy theories about them which is obviously extremely yeah. damaging especially at the moment covid19 being fake you know, the whole plandemic and shandemic. Shandemic. Yeah, I think pandemic like for... works is a better name, I'm not going to lie. But... Yeah. But they're slightly different things. You know, 5G. I mean, the yeah, the, the amount of conspiracy theories about 5G are a bit insane. Yeah, 5G. I don't know why, because... Didn't we have the same thing with 4G as well? Or am I making that up in my brain? Probably. It's just... It's about the G's, you know. But that's the thing. It's like G's. Social media in general is just no oversimplification. Like there was a map um, that showed where 5G was being installed in the US and where hmm. COVID cases were and COVID deaths, and they hmm. correlated to an eerie degree. Oh. And you're thinking, oh god. And actually, both the maps they were real. You're thinking, oh god. Um, what? But yeah, because you're not going to install a 5G post in the middle of Wyoming when nobody lives there. You're going to install oh, yeah, it point. in New York or, you know, other, you know, LA, um, Miami, like big cities. And then you're going to distribute more. And oh, wait, how does, you know, a respiratory disease spread best in crowded places with lots of people big cities? Yeah. So it's correlation because they're both related to the fact that they're densely populated it's nothing to do with the 5g causing covid maybe covid causes 5g yeah you know, there's no <laughs> that, that's got just as much evidence behind it covid causes one, one of uh one of uh, my friends um in real life has 5g on their phone and i just every time i they go look at my 5g i just want to go buddy you've given yourself covid willingly as like a joke but i don't know if he's going to take it seriously <laughs> Uh, I do have to say, the, the least harmful ones, I think, are flat earthers. I mean, they're harmful in a wider sense of denying science, but in and of themselves, I don't think they're as bad. See, I saw, I saw this funny post, ironically, on Facebook, and it was a flat earth group saying, yes, we have members all around yes. the globe. And it's just so funny, because, like, if you're a flat earther, just what what is wrong? Like, is there something underlying that you've, like, are you repressing something? I know it's just turned into a ramble of things that now just piss us off, but Facebook is like Facebook is like a home brew of stupid shit. Yeah, no, that's that's entirely fair. I have to say the thing with flat earthers as well. It's like when Elon Musk called them out. It's like, why is there no flat Earth, um, flat Mars society? And it was like, hi Elon, because unlike Earth, we've seen pictures of uh, Mars to know it's round. It's like, um, 
See, to be honest, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like I don't like uh, Elon Musk. He's kind of as a uh, famous Tumblr user put. He is the um, I quote the I'm not like the other girls of billionaires. Yes, yeah, that that brilliantly summarizes it. See, the thing is with Facebook's well, conspiracy theories. I don't know if you remember it, but it was the whole thing about the Christchurch attack. Oh, it was yeah. live streamed on Facebook, wasn't it? And a that's just how did that get through? And b we we slightly discussed this before recording. We kind of did an outline of what we should discuss about and what we think would be safe for a better, you know, for a different episode. And I had my phone next to me while talking about maybe we should bring up Christchurch, maybe we shouldn't. And right after that, I had scrolled through Instagram quickly, and it came up with an Instagram account named Christchurch something. And we'll bring into this later again. But it's just creepy. And it's like the whole idea, like, you know, we're being listened to. I believe that. But again, bring it later. It's just Facebook is the breeding ground for things to go wrong online. It is. And you can't you can't deny that. No one can deny it. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> the thing is, like, as I said at the start, the more often you see it, the more familiar it becomes and the more familiar it is, the more believable it is. Is it applies yeah. to the moderators too? Because people have to go through and see what's a conspiracy theory and what's not, because our algorithms oh, aren't God. working up. So moderators, one, they get to the point of this isn't as bad as the other things I've seen, therefore I'm not going to touch it, because they don't want to over-interfere. Hmm. Right? But at the same time, there's also moderators who are likely believing more and more of it because they're overexposed the other thing like with conspiracy theories is it hits people who are perhaps more generally vulnerable yeah it's like people who are older and uh, you know may have difficulties yeah in their people life. who are older or people who don't have a wider interaction or like wider reading even people who live their lives yeah. solely through kind of social media hmm Oh, it's, yeah, it's like people... See, I'll, I'll transition this into um, another s- study that, you know, I've looked at uh, for A-level, actually, uh, by a woman called Sherry Turkle. A, Turkle's a really cool name. B, she calls a lot of people out. So she's got this uh, this theory called Alone Together, and it, the subtitle is Why We Expect More From Technology and Less From Each Other. And basically, she argues that social media brings people closer together online, but further apart offline mm. so let's say so i'll bring an example let's say uh me and you and uh, let's say me you and our lovely you know audience of two people <laughs> are sitting in a room and uh we should be talking to each other but we're all on our phones and we're like occasionally look up and go oh ha, look at this funny cat video but we're mainly on our phones right yeah or we're fucking around like an alexa or something basically turkle argues that our expectations of each other are like lessened so in Facebook, like, she mainly uses Facebook. So on Facebook, people are kind of like got this heightened sense of each other when they talk to each other online because you can always always be connected. You're never not connected on Facebook. If someone sends you a message, you can respond straight away. Right, yeah. Like, unlike, unlike real life, you can actually have time to plan what you're going to say to someone, you know, online. So you, it's kind of unnatural. Whereas in real life, because we've gotten so used to speaking like that in social media... We just don't really talk. It's like we have this sense of feeling, like, you know, a feeling of loneliness in spite of physically being together. And all it made me think was Facebook is a really prime example of it because you have, and I don't know if you've seen this because we haven't used Facebook for a long time, but it's like people will make fake Facebook accounts just to message people as like people they know, like catfish accounts kind of. 
I, I mean, I know I'm familiar with catfishing, you know, which just for anyone who doesn't know is pretending to be someone you're not often uh, for a sexual purpose. Yeah, often for a sexual purpose. I think more of this is kind of like somebody's lonely. Um, I should have maybe clarified that beforehand. But Facebook allows for this kind of instant gratification and, you know, you know, networking. And this is going to be another sociology thing. There's this thing called the use and gratification model, which basically says we use media the way, you know, for gratify our needs. If we're bored, we watch something exciting. If we're sad, we ever watch something sad to make us sadder or something happy to make us happy. And in like a really fucked up bizarre way you could argue that we use facebook to gratify our loneliness although it's also the thing creating it yeah would you say that's fair i, I get that fair? because as you said it makes you feel more connected and less lonely online but what you don't realize is actually that's not the loneliness that you're feeling if that makes yeah. sense it's like you're feeling more general loneliness but yeah, no, I I get that. That make that makes sense because people become isolationist. And I think what you said earlier about the online, you can slightly think about what you're going to say before you say yeah, it. Yeah, what you're going to say. It's you a bit like plan. I know I am wittier over message online. Yeah, so am <laughs> Mess- I. like over messages, like DMs or texts, than I am in real life. If I ever if I ever leak RDMs from about three days ago, people are going to witness the wittiness you have and how bad I am at being witty on text. <laughs> but speaking of, speaking of loneliness, um, you mentioned earlier it's something about um, and I'm going to use this phrase in the most endearing way possible: old people. Yes. Okay. Um, I think they're on Facebook. Oh, uh, that's kind of people on Facebook. I think. The big, biggest social media platform is the more mainstream it becomes, and more mainstream anything becomes, the more it kind of hits intergenerationally. So it's like you see more old people having smartphones or you know computers and tablets, whereas in reality they wouldn't have maybe even ten years ago because they wouldn't have needed it how they lived their life. And COVID hasn't helped with that, admittedly. But oh, COVID. Facebook being the biggest social media platform means that it's become, you know, more adopted by old people. Yeah. And in and of itself, you think that's not that bad, but it's like Facebook wasn't old designed people. for that. One, the fake news comes out. You no longer have to do the forward, 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 you know, um, Ed Miliband's coming to murder your children email. You can just send it on one. Just for anyone listening abroad, Ed Miliband oh, is former leader yeah. of the Labour Party and former candidate for Prime Minister. I don't know why he came to mind. He just did. Um, no, see, now, now we speak about old people, again, linking into my lovely sociology A level. Um, I can't remember the exact name. I'm, if I get this wrong, and if my sociology teacher is listening to this, I am so sorry. Um, I believe it's someone called Barry, as in the last name. Uh, basically explains that social media is hard to use for old people because it's not made for them. Mm, so when exactly. we're talking about old people using it, it makes me think that old people using Facebook, as you said, it doesn't make sense. Social media, and this is basically turned into a mini, you know, a mini social network episode. Again, this is still mainly for Zuckerberg. You're a douchebag. <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's a cesspit. It's a cesspit of just shit. Mm, I think... Well, that's what a cesspit is. Yeah. (laughs) I think Instagram is going that way a bit more. But I think Facebook is is the worst way. It's like, my my grandma has Facebook. um, And she used to sign off 
her posts. I don't have Facebook anymore, but I used to. Uh, she used to sign yeah. it off as her name, like from that. Or sometimes she'd do it like in third person. So she would do uh-huh. something like, Mr. and Mrs. Blank would like to thank everyone for wishing them well on their anniversary. She's done stuff like that before. And it, it's it's very strange because that's the kind of thing that you used to do in newspapers. Yeah. Right? And it's like, it's not quite understanding the platform effectively and the other one is she once sent me i don't know if she meant to do it or not but she used to send me a lot um she you know they they're not really memes as such but the posts or things that are often get you a girl who can do both yes and it'll I be know uh you know an attractive uh woman kind of dressed up to go to a, like a party or something or dressed up nicely mm. and then doing something practical whether it be like a nurse or a doctor or being in the army or in the police or firefighter or whatever something like yeah. that she sent me one of those with a woman who was you know dressed up for a party and in the u.s army by the looks of things <laughs> Hold on, what? it was just a random person like a woman clearly older than me it was very strange i would have been like 1540. Are you into cougars? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> it was just... I don't know if she understood what it meant. Because it didn't actually oh, say okay. get you a girl who can do both. It was just a picture side by side. But I knew the context. And she sent it to me uh... and I was very confused. I ignored it because that was all I could do. See, actually I have a question for you. We, we both know, and everyone listening, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. Mm. Coincidentally, it's always, you know, things we use are owned by fucking Facebook. Do you have a huge, like, extended family group chat on WhatsApp? I don't, but WhatsApp's the other one that's become old people. And you notice it through the, you know, the parent group chats or the workplace group chats. And it's always oh, like... Don't. I have I have both a family group chat and a workplace group chat. And I hate both because... Um, not to dox any of my loving family, so I'm not going to use any names or any locations or anything. But a lot of them like to spam messages that really do not matter to me. And I've had to mute the chat. And the result of me muting the chat, they made another chat. For, so this is my main family chat, you know, my you know close family who are, um, you know, around most of the yeah, time. Yeah, like your household. So, Yeah, household. So that's I had to mute that family. And then um, as revenge, they added me to the full family group chat, which is about 50 people. Most of which don't know how messaging works. And they don't stop. Sam, they don't stop. Help me. <laughs> Facebook has ruined Facebook has ruined my life. And you've got Instagram is owned by Facebook, WhatsApp. See, what I hate about Facebook, and this is turning into personal grievances, which is good because Fuck you, Facebook. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I think we should rename the episode to what is fuck you Facebook soda. But um I hate I hate Facebook because it just rips off of other things. You get Snapchat stories, you get Snapchat filters, you get all this kind of malarkey that comes from... Facebook is the king of ripping ripping stuff mm-hmm. off. It's like it's like the bootleg of the digital world. I Yeah, I mean, look, I get that's how capitalism works and all of that, but I think partly that's the reason why Snapchat will stay independent. Because... Yeah, I, I better stay independent. Well, like, they've denied it a few times, but it's things mm. like Facebook's, you know, Instagram took the stories, Facebook took the stories, all of this. Facebook, it, like, 
is tries to be this all-encompassing social media because it is but it's got loads of pointless like random games that no one on the face of the earth has ever played it's one of those things you go you know what the fact that facebook don't you know own whatsapp on instagram i can see that's where other people moving towards it mm. i don't think people will move towards snapchat i don't think so because and i found this fact out when i was researching this episode actually do you know snapchat was made for exchanging sexually explicit photos yes yes it is because to be honest i didn't until yesterday <laughs> as of time of recording and now my worldview has shattered i mean it makes sense it does make sense, but I just thought it was kind of like a you know a quick and easy way to communicate, well, it, unlike Facebook. I think like the main thing was you could send it private because it automatically kind of deletes after sending it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the point. And then it was made, maybe not with that intention, but with the awareness that that would be the yeah. result. The way that Facebook allegedly, but most likely, uses data. And obviously you can ask that for all kinds of, you know, all kinds of social media, but fucking hell facebook and data that goes together like you know oil and fire mm. they say facebook can predict your next seven like moves or your next seven thoughts at any given oh, time Christ. and it, it's just how their algorithms are it, it's it's really creepy but one of the things is like you know recently there were you know loads of leaks facebook said the data was old but it was 2019 so it's not that old it still matters you know yeah half a billion people had you know mm. you know their, their their um like data published but yeah. also the other thing is facebook with the cambridge analytica scandal are you familiar with this oh i've i've had we did it for sociologists but i've had but yeah so basically they coordinated with um this is what some investigations have come to the conclusion of in the us they coordinated mm. with a um a consulting firm called cambridge analytica to harvest the data of 87 million Facebook users through an app called This Is Your Digital Life to provide... That is just scary. Yeah, to provide, like, analytical assistance to Donald Trump and Ted Cruz, who both ran why for does president that not surpri- in 2016. Yeah, why does that not surprise me? Like, Yeah, and basically they, they like, created adverts for campaigns that were really specific at targeting, targeting people. And also, Donald Trump also used Facebook to um, allegedly... Um, to target black people with adverts for like two reasons. Oh. One saying uh, Trump is racist, sure, but so is Hillary Clinton. So don't vote at all. That was one of the oh, lies that's... to oh. reduce turnout. That was his aim, particularly in the black community. And also um, to there were allegations that they ran mm. um, adverts with the wrong election date. Did they? After the election, to stop people turning up to vote, that 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 is an allegation. I've I've not looked yeah, too again, far into alleg- that. Allegedly, allegedly, but either allegedly. way, there there have been issues with um, Facebook not adequately checking the content of their adverts. If if, if anyone listen, if anyone listen to this works for Facebook, we're praying for you, and we will help you escape. Maybe. Yeah. We'll try. But but either but, way, uh, I think I think that. I think it's clear why we don't like Facebook. We hate Facebook. Well, actually, would you say you hate Facebook? Yes, I, I hate Facebook. People involved with it, that's a different matter. But I think fundamentally, uh, yeah. there, there, is a, there is a perfectly reasonable justification 
for it's why you don't like it. Though we've rambled, I think we've articulated that pretty well. We've articulated we've articulated why the fuck we think it's um again, the shithole of the internet. Exactly. We do need to ring it in before we go on another <laughs> another huge Facebook spike. So uh I've been Harry, this has been the lovely Sam. You can find all of our social uh, medias for follow the following. You can check our Twitter at uh, Cream Soda Pod. You can check our Instagram, What Is Cream Soda, and obviously whatever podcast uh, service you're listening to this episode right now. This has been What Is Facebook Zuck Soda. I've been Harry, and again, this has been Sam. And thank you very much for listening to What Is Cream Soda. Thank you very much for listening. Ciao.